Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to Two Judgy Girls. This is Mary from the Bay. And it's Courtney from LA. We're in a good mood today, huh? Happy 4th of July. Or 5th. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I felt like everyone was like really down today. I think they should have given uh, everyone Monday and Tuesday. You got the whole week off. I do. The whole month off. The whole, that's so nice. I really do. Um, Go into another conference. All right. This week? No, in the end of the month. Oh, 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 oh. Um, yeah, it's like it's always a buzzkill, you know, when you're like, oh, I've got a day off, you can celebrate whatever, and then you're like, but then I have to go to work in the morning. That's I could not have done that. That's yeah, and I had to I do what some did work you do? Yet. I had to do some work yesterday. So oh, yeah. yeah, it was fine. It's fine. You know, it was just a nice long weekend. I did I, I, on Saturday, I went to this thing, it's called Senespia, which is a movie in the park. So you bring like picnic, like not tables, like you bring like, you know, beach chairs and blankets and everybody, um, charcuterie plate. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not, I don't have time. I'm not cooking. I'm not doing anything. I'm not going to the store. I'm too lazy. So I brought the idea of a McDonald's charcuterie board. What is that? It's basically me going to McDonald's and spending $40 on chicken nuggets and French fries and all the sauces. So I saw, I saw on your Instagram and actually you should probably share it to the two judgy girls Instagram. I don't have anything. That was somebody else's story. I don't even have it. Oh, I can can ask your friends. (laughs) But basically just get a, a cutting board. And I got there's like, you could do uh, two for three ninety nine of two four piece nuggets. So I got like eight of those. Okay. And then like I put those. So you, so you had so 32, 32 nuggets. nuggets. I uh-huh. did eat two before. So I okay, had 30 so you had nuggets. 30 nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the only problem. What? I would say I love this idea and it was very silly. The food, however, would be compromised. 
by the time you're eating it. It wasn't warm, warm, warm. Exactly. Yes, fair. Well, here, so here's the thing. My idea and Katie who yeah. listens, she knows, she knows that I tried to get out of this too, but I want to show up after everybody's already waited in line and gotten the spot because, you know, it's like a first come first serve. Like yeah. I want to show up at 8 PM. Yes. And that's fresh from McDonald's. And if you there. came with a hot McDonald's, I think that is fair. I will tell you, it's still a hit. <laughs> Everyone still ate Did it. All the nuggets go. I think all but like two nuggets went. Okay, so 28 nu- nuggets taken down. <laughs> 30, no 30, because I ate two before. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, how did the fries fare? The fries are good, but I, here's the thing. I like I like a, a fry any fry. which way. Yeah, I'll okay. take a little bit of a soggy fry, and then you dip it into the barbecue. Five stars. Okay. I love barbecue, the barbecue sauce from McDonald's. Same. I think it's delicious. Same. Um, I got barbecue. I got sweet sauce. I got I, every sauce you could think. Of. I said, you sauce me up, girl. And she was, was like, 20, what? What did they do? 25 cents per sauce? No, because I got so many, oh, okay. so many nuggets, <laughs> so many four-piece nuggets that I got like a sauce per nugget package. Right. So I had them oh. all. Oh, well, I'm so happy that was a su- successful charcuterie plate. I mean, we had, there were 10 of us and you would have thought that we brought food for 40. Everyone was and like, Hey, everyone happens. bring what you want to drink. What do we have? I'm like, Oh, here's two bottles of wine. I don't need to drink two bottles of wine. Like it was just, there was, it was an excess. It was, it was, what was Dorit's line where she's like, I believe in excess of everything except moderation. Right. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what it was in the exact same voice too. Was No, that's like your impression of it. <laughs> like that was always in my moderation favorite. in moderation. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it, that was like, my, and then they had fire. It was fast and the furious, which I had like never fully seen. I've never, which uh, I think is fine. I see Hobbs and Shaw. I've seen bits and pieces. I know the yeah. players. I know the game. I don't know the details. Yeah. Yeah. But I know. Then a I full fireworks. So like the original one or yeah. Like isn't there the like number, seven? Oh, they're, they're shooting 10 right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Mm-hmm. And then you had a fireworks show fun. Yeah. So that was kind of my cell, my celebrating over the weekend and just went over to a friend's for like an hour yesterday and stopped by in between working and stuff. So yeah, oh, it was lovely working on the fourth. So that's gotta be hard. Well, if I didn't go so hard on the second, I might've done my work <laughs> on the third. <laughs> I see you there. I see you there. How mm-hmm. was your weekend? Oh, oh, it was jam packed. Yeah. You, uh, I didn't hear from you barely at all. I was literally, I did so much. What did I do? Okay. What did I do? What did I do? You Sat- were in Nevada. Oh, Saturday. Oh no. Saturday. I, uh, did a bike ride and my tire popped and my tire. <gasps> That's like, like, kind of scary. Literally all you have the your helmet on. Yeah. 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 Okay. But no, like a nail went through it, like a big nail all the way through it. <gasps> and I just hear the, I'm like, Michael, <laughs> He thought I was playing a trick on him. I was like, no, why would I, why would I make this up? This is like so weird. Why would I like pretend to put a tire in or a nail in my tire? I was literally in front of a bike shop when it happened. So I think that they threw the nails out on them. Oh, they're like setting people up. So you have to come inside. Had to buy buy a new tire. I had to get a new tire. Did you check the Yelp reviews? No, I didn't know. Yeah, you go but back I and just, check those reviews. <laughs> it was pretty funny. And then, and then, and then we uh, went to our friend's house for dinner and they had literally gotten, they had gone um, fishing during the day and they had fresh salmon, like <gasps> straight off wow. the boat. And they made us like sashimi and like barbecued the salmon. They like cut it in front of us. It was pretty crazy. Wow. Straight out the ocean. That sounds lovely. The beach. And then, 
then Sunday, Sunday, I went to a Grateful Dead thing. Oh yeah. I saw the story during the day. Deadhead. I was like, oh, that's what Mary's doing today. I was a deadhead and then uh, went went to dinner in Novato and then hit the parade in the morning. Mm -hmm. Was that Finnegan's 10 a.m.? Great. My dad met me there at 11. Uh, 10 was too early for him. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'll have your mother drop me off in an hour. Oh God. I love, I love the mover. Should I call my mom? Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we, this, this, this parade is like legit. So it was pretty fun. Yeah. And then barbecue to my parents and here we are today. Lovely day. You went for a nice walk today. You were living the life. Summer Mary's life. You, I mean, it is aspirational. It is inspirational. (laughs) That's what they should do. A a reality TV show on teachers in summer. Mary and you had How have it I up. never thought about this? Well, you had remember your road you wanted to do the road trip with oh, the road yeah, rules going through the city. Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. don't worry. There have been ideas. I also want to sh- give a big shout out to all the Chicago jurors because I had asked for recommendations. You know, Mary and I are separately going out there at two different times this month. And you know, you're always kind of like, hey, what are the hot spots to check out? What should I see? Where should I go? What should I do? And so many suggestions. Thank you. I like tried to compile the most popular list. And I think, I think you did a like, great job. Oh, well, it's all the jurors, though. Like everybody yeah. had done like sent it in. There were so many anything that I saw like multiple, multiple, multiple times. I'm like, OK, if I've got if we've got 50 people within right. an hour telling us that we need to go to this place, we got to go to this place. Yeah. Cindy's rooftop was like by far, I think, the number one recommended place to go. OK. Which is great, but it's in the travel highlight. So I think we'll kind of start doing this when we go to different places and then keep it for other jurors so that they have the opportunity to go ahead and look at that. I love that. I just wanted to say thank you to everyone. Um, And also hopefully that you had, you were, had a safe fourth and really sorry. It's very scary what happened yesterday too, at the parade there and just horrible. It's very horrible. Um, But you know, I'm so sorry. This. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about, so like last week, like after we recorded this LA times article came out about a Randall Emmett's, a big Hollywood producer. That's been a line for years. And I love that. It's like an expose as if we didn't know this was happening, but just full confirmation that it is. He's of course denied everything. Yeah. One of the claims was that his assistant had to like go into a safe to get blow out of it. Oh, like at like a hotel, he had like left it in the safe mm-hmm. and yeah. like he, they couldn't figure out the safe. So they called like hotel security to open it and it's like, oh, here's just a bag of blow. Cool. <laughs> no, it's baby powder. Right. Um, uh, there was something about casting couch said, kind of thing. Like, yeah, blow me, I'll give you a part completely. Which, well, but it's like Lala it's basically of, told us this. I know that's just kind of the weird part about it. Like, yeah, I don't know if he was hiding it. Yeah. Well, I mean, he like denies this, but I'm like, has he, I'm still trying to figure out one good film he's produced. It just brings me back to when James was talking about like the gaudy movie. Remember like Lala's like the world's not ready for a gangster movie because it had like a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I mean, he's worked with some big names. He has. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Uh, I feel like he probably wasn't the number one producer on that. I'll never forget Money by Monday. Oh, money by money. You did I, such a great. Is that on our highlights? Probably. But honestly, it was like reposting of stories. So like uh, they could have deleted whatever. But that was just such a weekend. It was a time to be alive. What? Like it was a weekend of like what is happening? I mean, 
Fofty posting the photo of Randall with the like EKG things all over his like his chest, and he's like, "Please, Fofty." And he was like, <laughs> "Rand was legitimately scared." He was scared. Money by Monday. Yeah, that was a great weekend. We'll never. Sometimes it's like you'll we'll never get these things again. Well, you know? okay. Which is kind of funny because I texted you today and I'm like, what is this Kyle versus Garcelle fight? And it's, you can watch right now, uh, like the seven minutes of, uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And basically it's the scene. It's kind of like the same scene again, like PK, Kyle, Doree. Well, this is first off, and go, go back still. We're at the party. So we're, about that. so we're still at Garcelle's birthday party and we're still, so the first scene is going back to Sutton, Diana and Kyle, and they're all talking, right? And, you know, Sutton is trying to say, hey, I had a miscarriage. Well, and Kyle- Two to miscarriage. And Kyle is like basically telling her like, I don't believe this. Like that's bullshit. Like be telling Sutton, like she's never heard that Sutton's had a miscarriage because apparently Sutton's supposed to share every single detail of her life with Kyle, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I Kyle's also never, think Kyle's bombed. She's wasted 100%. Yeah. I, so I don't think she's like completely. I'm uh, uh, Well, we're waiting for you to give excuses for Kyle. Please I don't continue. think she was completely understanding what she was saying. Sure. But still, like, I mean, she's she's like grabbing Sutton, like like there's like a point where people have been like, I mean, now, again, jurors are like the biggest detectives. So somebody probably like slow mode this second by second. And there's like a part at one point where after the like Kyle's kind of grabbed Sutton that she's like marks on her shoulder. I, I think they were just really wasted. Sure. But it doesn't <laughs> like I don't I don't think like. I'm like Sutton's trying yeah, to no, relate to Diana. Kyle, you're yeah. telling her that everything that's happened is invalid because you don't know about it. So it's bullshit. Like that's ridiculous. Okay. Then the other scene that's been going around is Erica. Who's wasted. Talk about, okay. Talk about. Yeah. Erica's. Okay. She is hitting on Garcelle's son, Oliver, 29 year old who is married he says, it was nice to meet you. I'm leaving. She's like, oh, he turned me down. Oliver's married. So and you don't even recognize. Erica, you, she doesn't even recognize Oliver's wife. She just goes, oh, you have a baby mama. Like that as if he's not married, whatever. He politely declines whatever she thought that was going to happen. Right. Very strange. And then Jax, Garcelle's 14-year-old son, is like the party's basically over. Like Garcelle is getting in the car. She's leaving. Jax comes in to grab the flowers that were like the centerpieces, you know, and grabs. And Erica, now in my head, I think, like in her head, I think she's trying to say like, get out of here before you cause any trouble. But the way she says is like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out. And he's like, what? And Crystal, thank God Crystal stands there. He's like, don't listen to these old ladies. Like pulls, pulls him away. He's like, I just got, he uses the V word. I was just violated for some flowers. I know. I thought that was a very interesting word he used. Well, and then, you know, he like tells Garcelle and Garcelle's like, excuse me, what? And he's like, it's fine. She's like, no, that's not. And she comes in and she's like, Erica, like you hurt my son's feelings. You can't, what is he offended? Jax, get over here. Come here. And like, no, he doesn't. They leave. But like, what the hell, Erica? So rude. So Erica is totally in the wrong. It's I think it's like really scary for kids to see drunk people. It's not appropriate. Like leave your kids at home. What? Like leave or, your kids or, at home. That's or, it. their mom's birthday party. Why should they have or, to stay home? Because Erica's getting drunk. Kids should not be at parties at certain hours. But 
Erica should not have done that at all. Wait, wait, wait. If I threw <laughs> a birthday party and I had kids and I invited them, you tell me I'd have to have my That's own what... birthday party and my children need to leave <laughs> because you're no, ready to I, turn I, up. I, I literally am saying after a certain time, yeah, you shouldn't have your kids. What time is this? 2 a.m.? No, there's no inkling of what time <laughs> is. This could be 11. I need a time stamp. No, I, I'm, believe me, I'm not on Erica's side by okay, any means. I need okay? you to say that out loud. I, I'm not okay. on Erica's okay. side okay. by any means because I do. I think it's scary. Like that was like scary for him and that's not appropriate. Well, it was just ridiculous. Yeah. Then the next scene that we see is a remake of last seasons of the foursome of Kyle, yes. Mo, Dorit and PK, where they're basically like, shit, we got to say good things about Erica now because stay away from the brain, but go for the ankle. Like the viewers liked you guys. And sorry, Erica didn't, but you just turned the viewers against you guys here because Kyle said, did you hear what Erica said to Garcelle said or get the fuck out? <laughs> it's not funny, but it's funny. See, and then Mo's like, I'm glad she said that. See, Okay, I don't know why he said that. I, I don't know. Why I, he said okay, that. I, I, from perception, I think that he might have said it sarcastically, like, oh, I'm really glad he, like, she felt the need to say that to a kid, but I don't think it came off that way. But I don't understand why it's such a big deal that Kyle's saying this. Well, people, so that's the thing. That people he are to like, that's for like everyone came today, like, at Kyle. And I was like, wait, Kyle, should we come out for the miscarriage comment? 100%. Like that miscarriage comment, go after Kyle. But this whole thing about what Erica did, like, why are we giving more heat to Kyle than we are to Erica? Who said it? That's completely what's happening, which I find bizarre. But also, I don't appreciate though because if the roles were reversed, let's say like Portia, one hundred percent, or Mauricio did that to somebody's fourteen-year-old girl, and you reversed it of a of a man saying it to a girl, people would be shocked and horrified, right? And like again, not trying to bring Portia into this because you know, we're not keeping the kids, but it's like, okay, Erica snapped at Eileen with a, you don't know what I go through at night. Right. 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 And her kid at that point was like 25. He was LAPD. He's LAPD. And it's like these things where it's like kind of kids are off limit a little bit. And he's 14. It's different. I always find like, it's different when they go after like a Gia Giudice or like, you know, a Brielle or something like that. But it's like this little, and then Oh, sorry. Going back to, so the previous scene too, Erica is like doing that to Jax and Dorit's commentary, like in her like confessional, it's like, I'm sick to my stomach that she's saying this yet the scene after I'm like, so clearly that confessional was filmed after this foursome conversation, even though it's shown in the beginning of the, you know, oh, shown okay. with that. So the continuity, not there. Right. But then Gar- or Dorit says about it, like, oh yeah. I mean, it, like I'm going to give her a pass, but it wasn't my child. And I'm like, you guys, you guys well, it goes back to my thing. Don't have your kids at parties like this. No, you're why? Oh, so ourselves fault. Somehow? I, I am team. I'm actually. And what about this? Garcelle, okay. And I'm are, glad that she stuck up for her, but why don't we just like not be nice to Erica? Why are we, why are we just placing well, our anger towards Kyle? No, we're still mad at Kyle though. So, okay. So here's, so now we've got some updates in the past, like literally hour. Okay. Breaking news out of London from Kyle. And guys, again, I will talk to the end of the day that Queens of Bravo, like they're on up to the minute. Like, I I don't know if you've got your notifications turned on, but thank God you do because they've always got it right when it happens. Okay. So first off, Garcelle 
today posts an appreciation post. This is an appreciation post for my sons, Oliver Jackson Jade. You boys make me so proud. You are loving, kind and respectful. You show respect to people even when they don't deserve it. Respect is a reflection of your character, not theirs. Because somebody has said, hey, Garcelle, did you see this scene from the foursome? Right. And Garcelle's like, I never saw that until Until, right now. So they it's because usually they get the episodes except for reunion. They usually get the episodes about three to four days, like before they get the screeners. And then with the reunions, whatever episodes are left, they watch that like the day or two before the reunion. Right. So Garcelle hadn't seen that. So then people are like, you know, hey, Kyle. Kyle gives like an interview to like the Daily Mail or some like UK publications. Like, yeah, I haven't texted Garcelle yet because of the time difference because Kyle's in France right now. So right. I don't I don't know if you guys have ever sent a text. It could just go. <laughs> it could just go and sit in that inbox until somebody decides to read it. You know what I really wish about text messages? What? I wish that you could delay. Like, well, just like I want to come back to that message and I want it to like not be read. But I don't even have the read receipts, but that I like an email, like Mark you want to Mark- be unread. Yeah. Like, yeah, you just, say that, yeah. So that I can go back and remind myself to do that. Uh, can you okay. do that, Apple? Thanks. Yeah. Ask them a question. Okay. So then Kyle, finally, about an hour ago, Kyle posts some stories. Okay. Hi, She guys. apologizes. Mm, let me know where you see the word sorry here. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me know where you find the apology. Okay. It's four slides, four story slides. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Hi guys. I want to share some things with you about this week's episode. I have not seen it yet, but have seen the clips floating around online. First, let's address my comment to Sutton. When Diana was sharing her story about having a miscarriage, I was taken aback because I felt like Sutton wasn't letting Diana have her moment to share what she had recently gone through. I had obviously had a few drinks and didn't express myself clearly. And I was disappointed in the way I handled myself altogether. When I woke up the next morning, thought about what happened the night before, and I realized that maybe Sutton was sharing her story with Diana to connect with her in some way. I immediately called Sutton, apologized to her. There you go. One sorry. I consider Sutton a close friend and care about her a lot. Sutton accepted my apology and we moved on. Okay. Now on to the clip where Mauricio, PK, Dorit, and I are discussing Erica's behavior at Garcelle's party. (laughs) Does it literally say that? This is word for word. I'm literally reading you minus the one where I said, okay, there's one. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, this yeah. is worth no, it. I get it. I get it. Okay. I had not seen what Erica said to Jackson person, but was told about it the following day, along with some funny moments as well. When I said, it's not funny, but it's funny. I meant Erica being drunk was funny, but what she said to Jax was not. I hope you know me well enough by now to know. I certainly do not condone speaking to children like that. We are all parents and certainly wouldn't want anyone speaking to any of our children like that until Mexico. We had never seen Erica drink like that. So this was new behavior we were seeing. I think while focusing on that, the more important issue was being minimalized. Anyway, I never post things like this, but I felt absolutely terrible watching these clips. So I wanted to share with you heart Kyle. So I noticed there was not a sorry in there, but Mm -hmm. I, I guess I empathize with Kyle here because I could see myself saying the same thing. Like, can you that does not make it right erica said this to her kid and like you're kind of like she's nervous laughing about it i understand i guess my thing for this is and it's like it's not that big of a deal like that's no my thing is i think what erica did was totally wrong and that is a big deal right but what what, why are we trusted why are we holding i think kyle richards to the cross like jesus why (laughs) why 
I think part of it is like this whole conversation with like, yeah, Erica's letting loose, which is that the issue that's being minimalized? Like that Erica's letting loose? Like, yeah, Erica's getting wasted because she's an asshole. So then the best part about this whole thing happening, right? Like this is the big thing. And Rinna is like, okay, I haven't been in the episode and you guys forgot about me and my racism and microaggressions with Garcelle and Diana last week. But here I'm coming back around. Okay. okay. So yesterday, as this is all happening, she's like, what? Nobody's talking about me and it's bothering me. <laughs> so I'm going to post something. Grief never ends, but it changes. <laughs> it's a passage, not a place to say grief is not a sign of weakness or a lack of faith. It is the price of love. Okay. So then she writes in her caption. Okay. I have had a really rough time of it. I think you've seen how hard this has hit me. I'm sorry if I raged on you about you. It really has nothing to do with any of you. I never thought I would feel this way. I really thought grief would be about sadness and pain, but it's so much more. I am really struggling. I just never thought it would feel like this, but here it is. Losing my mom has really hit me hard. Thank you for your patience with me. I know it's not easy to have warm fuzzies for me right now, but I'll get through this and hopefully come out the other side stronger and better. Thank you for your support and your love. I so appreciate it. What is she referring to, though? Of her being an asshole, this whole thing. So literally, I'm but not. She wasn't in the episode last week. This is all the stuff that happened online last week with Diana's oh. commentary, the whole thing, right? Where she's gotten to fight with all the Dubai women. And I don't know if this happened oh, after we recorded last week. I understand. But remember everything that happened last week. But here's the thing. Lisa Rinna was a big asshole when Lois was still alive. <laughs> A leopard doesn't change their spot. Yeah. And so this is also like, and I said, I called it. I was like last week when all this was happening, I literally said 100% she will take this and she will say it was due to grief. 100%, which feels, you know, manipulative, Mm -hmm. feels yucky. And Mm -hmm. I don't doubt that she's experiencing grief, but you can experience grief and still be an asshole. That's true. Right. Like, I don't think be like grief um, makes you have microaggressions or like some sort of racism here and there. Right. I, I hope it doesn't. I mean, yes. Like, thank God, you know, my parents are still alive, but I really hope that, you know, at some point in time, got it. you know, it's just what the hell is going on? Beverly but it's Pace? almost like they're starting to flurry because nothing's really happening in these episodes. It's just so wild there's like to me. starting like a social media like flurries. Oh, I don't get- think that Kyle or Erica or Dorit wanted any of this to happen. Rena brought this upon herself because she inserted herself into the conversation. In the like yeah. Erica, silent. Dorit, silent. No. Diana, whatever no. she's doing on her Instagram. Not silent. <laughs> Not silent, but you know, whatever. She's gonna go headbutt someone today. Yeah. She's scary. It's just, I mean. What is going on? I don't know. And I look forward to the episode. But I think that I think we really need to hold this. Like, this is Erica's fault. I think we get mad at Sutton for the miscarriage comment or not Sutton. Kyle, Kyle. Kyle's issue is over there. I agree with you. I don't think it's funny what happened. I think, yes, I think that the whole situation, they had this conversation to make up for how they spoke about Erica last year. But hold that fire for Erica on that yeah. comment and do and keep the Let's comment the Diana com- conversation for Kyle. Like two separate have, things. Right. That's how I feel similarly. Yes. I think yeah. we're green for once. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This never happens. Yeah. Yeah. But people did say, can't wait to hear Mary defend Kyle. I love her. And I don't think what she said in the privacy of her own home to her husband and her best friend, Dorit and PK and the cameras for all of us. Okay. It's not bad. 
it wasn't great. It's Erica's fault. Let's blame but it's Erica's Erica. Fault. Yeah. yeah. It's Erica's fault. The, the pretty mess. She sure made a mess out of this one. Okay. Now I, tell me this though about kids coming. Can her 29 year old son Oliver come to the party? Yeah. If you're over 21, you can come. Okay. Well, she was still being inappropriate with him. Yeah, no, I, but he can handle it because he's over oh. 21. Oh, okay. So that's okay. That's the age. Okay. <laughs> Anything else in the news front? Um, do you think, okay, uh, here's my questions actually. So again, we're not covering Beverly Hills this week. We'll be covering Oliver Huggett. What do you think happens from this? Do you think the women try to let it die down? Do you think it's definitely brought up in the reunion? Do you think that anyone's on the chopping block for the, the this whole thing? Because if you recall, at one point, Kyle also said, like, maybe I'd retire from Beverly Hills. And I bet it was around this situation. I, I honestly, I don't find this to be that big of a deal. I, I really think we're making a mountain over a molehill. If I have to hear that saying, there was a mountain over out of a mole, a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You nailed it. Um, And I don't think it's that big of a deal. And I think Erica owes an apology to her son. I think she owes an apology to Garcelle. Yeah. Across the board. And then we can, you know, Mm -hmm. it was a bad night out. Mm -hmm. And I just like, Kyle, just don't say that you're going to text Garcelle because there's a time difference. Because if you got time to give interviews, I feel like you got time to send a text. I just, I don't know why we blamed Kyle for all of this. That's why I'm confused. But anyways, yeah. did well, you watch Southern Charm? Uh, I did. Thoughts. So we'll now talk, we we'll out. talk about it. We'll talk about it in a few weeks. We recap. Oh, well, let's just do okay. like a quick. Okay, um, so we find out that Naomi and Craig slept together. Not once, but two time. I'm going to say this. If I'm Paige, I'm going to be pissed. Like the fact that like this whole timeline is so messy. And then Naomi comes back to this show. And now a big storyline is like, will my current boyfriend get back together with his ex-girlfriend? And they're all setting this up. And this is like the topic of conversation. I'd be really annoyed. This is reality TV. I know, but I also feel like Craig is kind of playing into it. Like he's called Naomi babe. He talks about their snack trays. Oh, he is very nostalgic for a time that he remembers. And I'm like, were you living at her parents' house? What are you talking about with the U-Haul? Yeah, they lived or, together for like two years. Yeah, but at the parents' house? At we're at Naomi's house. parents' house. No, this is Naomi's, right? No, it's her mom's house. I thought it was her house. I think it's her parents' house. But I feel like they didn't live there full time. Like they were between there and France, maybe. Oh, maybe, maybe that makes more sense. Okay. But the whole thing is no, just because like, this was not the house that they would come home to. And she'd be like, what did you do all day? And he's like, what's wrong with my sewing? And now he's I that was in a he, different house. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, I mean, that wasn't even their house. That was a hosted party. Oh, well, I'm thinking about the times that he would come when he, she when he stabbed come himself home. with a butter knife. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm thinking about the times when she would come home and be like, what did you do all day? And he'd yeah. be sitting at the sewing machine with like no pillows made. Yeah, he hadn't ha- hired Anna yet. No, Anna Hayward. Or Jerry. Or Jerry, yeah. But it's also like they're also they have like this weirdness with each other because like Naomi's like, don't chew ice. It's a turnoff for people. And he's like, what do you care? But I'm like, oh, this is this is what the they, relationship was like. They were like toxic. They were they they found they, calmness and chaos. 
they know each other so well. And it's almost like brothers and sisters and like certain things annoy you so much. What you found attractive about somebody after you like break up is the mm-hmm. things that you find so unattractive. Yes. I completely agree with that. I know. Um, don't care about Austin. Oh, uh, I'm, uh, I need Vanita to show me the receipts. She has $75,000, uh, 75, maybe 82,000 followers now on Instagram at the time of the show is like 75. I think how is she making a million dollars a month being an influencer? Because what the hell are we doing wrong? <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a lot of we are wrong. but that but what i'm saying is i don't i don't believe that yeah i'm sure she does fine i'm sure she does fine but she's renting chef's old place and if i'm making a million dollars from influencing you bet your ass i'm <laughs> buying my own property now how did you feel about taylor saying that she's not on any birth control not surprising because that's the only way chef's gonna have a baby if it's an oops got it and then we're also introduced to Shep's cousin, Marcy, who's so rich. So, so, so rich. And she's got a talking head. Like, yeah, she's, she's a friend like a cast member. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, oh, my God. Catherine's boyfriend is lovely. Him Caleb? talking to his mom. Like the sweetest thing. And I also like I really appreciate how she's like, I know how to deal with Catherine. Like, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to talk to her like. She, I really she just ap- need someone. She's lonely. I really appreciate her. I wonder but- if, she, if they still, if they still, Caleb is a great addition. Like, I feel like, and will I change my mind maybe in a few episodes if we see something happen? Of course. But like, can I, Caleb. he's kind of like the real, only real man on this show. What is his job? And a man is in not like a boy or like the Peter right. Pan syndrome. Like, I feel like he's got his shit together. But what's his job? Someone DM'd and said he worked at Apple. Oh, now, okay. I don't know if it's a genius bar, Apple. Right. Or he was, he was a former football player, played in Canada. I believe that means he played for like the CFL. Okay. Which means nothing to me right. or you probably. Yeah. But like, I he's just, he's so handsome. I really appreciate him. I'm worried about Olivia. She was kind of on a Catherine stance. Well, okay. I also was like, you can't ask Naomi why she went to the party when she's contractually obligated through production. (laughs) I wish they would honestly be like, well, I had to, because it was part of my job that day. I would love that. They should break (laughs) the fourth wall. Like how, like it wasn't even Catherine's real 30th birthday. It was, this was in September and her birthday was in August. They really are at the point in this show that they should, I would also like love to know the dynamics, like Austin and Craig aren't getting along at all. And they're still doing their weekly podcast, you know? So I want to know more about that dynamic. I think, you you know what? You're so right. Like the things that, the reason why things like worked on that first, like rehug it too, like breaking that fourth wall after a time, like instead of like spinning these storylines, which are like so wacky and crazy, just start breaking the fourth wall. Like we mentioned blogs here and there. And sometimes we show like, you know, Kristen and we, we, we blur out the Cavallari, you know, like that kind of thing, but just start breaking the fourth wall. I completely agree. I think it would really give another angle that people would appreciate and it would help us on the timeline. I I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, it's your idea. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) So we're agreeing with you. Thanks. But I have to say, I'm entertained by Southern Charm. I don't, the thing is, I don't want Olivia to be with Austin. I completely agree with you. And unless he changed his ways. You think he did, Mary? No, but. No, me neither. (laughs) 
And then I do think it's funny. Pat's getting out of her house, coming to these parties. Oh yeah. I, I love that. More Pat. And I, my, my thing was like, I wonder how she got there. I wanted to see the drive over. I feel like Whitney's now her driver. Could be. Could be. Um, but we'll do like a deep dive into Southern Charm in a couple of weeks when we, we do that. But anything else? Or should we take a, take a quick break and come talk rugged? Let's go to rugged. I wish someone had told me about Lumi earlier. That's L-U-M-E. This is a whole body deodorant. It can seriously go anywhere on your body. I mean, of course, you're going to use it under the armpits, but there's other places that get stinky, if you know what I mean. How about those feet? You know, maybe a little thigh action. Um, This was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO is being misdiagnosed and mistreated. It's a clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Currently, I am using the toasted coconut deodorant. I also have another whole body deodorant by them, the lavender sage one. It's more like a cream. So when I went to St. Lucia, I brought this, you know, I would use it on my feet. I would use it after the airplane just to keep smelling fresh and good and really you know, block those horrible smells. Um, I also love that you can just throw it in your bag. It's baking soda free, parabene free. It's pH balanced for safe to use below the belt. And they have amazing scents. They have clean tangerine, the lavender sage or toasted coconut. Um, and they have a starter pack. So the starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with the solid stick deodorant, the cream tube deodorant, which that's the one I'm most obsessed with, and two free products of your choice. They have like a mini body wash or deodorant wipes and free shipping. As a special offer to listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code JUDGY at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code judgy. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. I'm simply obsessed. You guys, especially good. So you don't get those smelly flats. We've all had a smelly flat story where you've had to take off your flats and your feet stink. Get Lumi deodorant to use over your whole body. Check them out. Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. Peloton accommodates your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Uh, they have some that are only five minutes long. And I can tell you with Peloton, if I start just, I'll like do a 10 minute class and then I'm like, mm, I could do one more 10 minutes. I could do one more 10 minutes. And all of a sudden I've done 30 minutes of working out, which always feels great. They have such a variety of classes and so much flexibility. Um, you know, you can move your body in so many different ways. Peloton has a range of class types. So you can do a walking class. Um, are you really interested in running a marathon, they can help you train for a marathon. They have yoga, meditations, Pilates, hip workout, and you can move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations. I get a weekly update with their guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out so you can jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day. Peloton has everything you need to get 
where you're going, whether it's um, running outdoors or riding at home or strength training at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get a head start on the summer you with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. Say you all what you want to say about the Kardashians. I personally love them all, but I'm obsessed with skims. So I first bought skims for the shapewear, you know, tighten me up, suck me in. Then I'm obsessed with the pajamas. I've given them to like all my sisters, my mom, my aunt. They're so comfy, cozy. I never thought about her underwear. Skims recently, they're created the next generation of underwear for everybody. You guys, it is buttery. You feel like you're wearing nothing. When I wear the thongs, it's like I'm not wearing nothing. It stretches out. So at first you you feel like you're not going to fit into it. You definitely do. It doesn't cut into you at all. It is buttery, soft. It feels like nothing. I'm seriously obsessed. I also recently tried their um, bralettes. I'm not a bralette girly. I am a size D. Those typically like you can't wear that on a normal day. But these ones you can. They keep me up. I have the crossover bralette and the razorback one in the sand. It's like I'm wearing nothing. Um, the fits everybody collection of underwear is super lightweight. It molds to your body. It's buttery, soft fabric stretches to twice its size without ever losing its shape. Meaning you get a perfect fit every single time it's available in sizes XXS to 4X. So that's amazing. I love that it's all inclusive, but believe in the hype skim has over 100,000 five-star reviews. And that's for a reason. The Fits Everybody Collection and the More Perfect Essentials are available now at skims.com. Plus, get free shipping on orders of over $75. After you place your order, be sure to let them know that we sent you. You can select podcast in the survey and be sure to select at the drop down menu to Judgy Girl so we get some credit. But guys, this is underwear you literally can't feel. You got to try it. Go to skims.com. You won't regret it. I have been using whey products for years now. That's O-U-A-I. And they just have released a new anti-frizz cream. And if you think about it, everyone has frizz. If you have thin, thick hair, you know, wavy, curly, straight, everyone still has a frizz problem. Um, but you guys can check out their new anti-frizz cream. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. Plus it has heat protection. I'm someone that uses the Dyson. Then I straight iron my hair. So this is definitely helping reduce and repair split ends. It quenches the dry hair with intense hydration. And according to consumer perception studies, 90% of participants agreed with their hair looking less frizzy using this product. Plus their scents are incredible. This is, um, a Sydney inspired North Bondi scent. Um, it has like lemon and violet. All of their scents are incredible. Um, I always use their leave-in conditioner. I use their detox shampoo once a week. I also use their hair oil. I am obsessed with whey. Be frizz-free and go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code TJG for 15% off any of their products. That's T-H-E- O-U-A-I.com, promo code TJG, always getting 15% off. Check out Way. 
everyone is always trying to drink water. You're trying to get down as much as you can in a day, and it can be challenging, but not with liquid IV. I tear, I pour, and I live more. Literally one stick and 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. It is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It has eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, and it has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks. Um, I just, I try to drink as much water as I can, but liquid IV, I feel like doubles it. Um, I'm obsessed with the different flavors. Right now I'm a raspberry lemon girl. Also really enjoy their white peach. They're also sugar-free. They have lemon lime, they have green grape. Um, and it just makes drinking water less laborious. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. You can get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TJG at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code TJG at liquidiv.com. And we're we're back. We're back (laughs) with Rugged Ex-Wife City. You or guys, Club. You guys, this show is brilliant. I want the same freaking cast every season. I want these housewives to think that they are getting back on their franchise only to be thrown in the same group again in someone else's house. See, take I, a Nakoto. So I think that we could definitely have this exact same cast. I think we could, um, you know, go to a tropical island. We could, I, I, we had, I think we've talked about this. Perhaps they could stay in Orange County, um, but not at the girls' houses. Dorinda has way too much power to be the hostess. Mm-hmm. I don't think that really the hostess, not with the mostest. I don't think that dynamic the joke works. is that she thinks she's such a great host and she's not. I think she's so stressed out having this amount of people at her home because they have trailers outside of bathrooms for production to stay. There's like hundreds, like a hundred people at her house on a daily basis. You just don't see that. Oh, 100%. I think like also like, I think she still has PTSD from when Ramona ripped the lights off the fish room wall, you know? And I think, but it's like, Bravo's going to pay for this cleaning fee. Here's what I heard, too. It was supposed to be four days at Dorinda's, four days at a resort. COVID complicated things, so they had to end up spending eight days at Dorinda's. Oh, yeah, that would be a little. And I totally get where she come from. I think you're so right. The stress of like just destroying her house, basically, for filming purposes when there's so much like life and history in it she's probably is super worried Dude, this is like but like home this is not this is her home like she rents a new york city apartment this is her well home, she you know just she had she owned in new york right she right just sold it for 2.4 million dollars right but you're like you're saying like this is her main like she's main is she a massachusetts voter is what you're saying oh that would be a really interesting question and you know what I bet she is. I bet mm-hmm. she's. I think since New York Housewives, I think she's retreated a lot there. I don't or, know. What's the better tax break, Boston or I mean Mass or um, New York? It, it probably doesn't matter. Same. What does it matter? Because she's filing. Oh, for work wise. Oh, yeah. I'm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
know. But I will say I did. Next love time the, we talk to her, let's ask. I did love the idea of it being at the Berserkers because like as we got like right away, like we got a montage of all the greatest hits, which is just the women yelling at each other, Sonia falling out of a chair, Giovanni, Giovanni mentioned it all, you know, all the all the hits were happening. So it's like it is a good place. And I kind of like because okay, Jill, when she says so the other ladies got Turks and Caicos and we got this. What did I do wrong? And I want to say you got fired. <laughs> you got fired. That's what you did wrong. Um, but like in theory, it's like it's also like kind of like the shining. Like I you just put up these people in a small space, not like nobody. There's nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. And you just go insane from being in this house with everybody because they're on day four and it's starting to get. Day one, it was insane, scary and creepy and confusing. Vicky walked in for the gorgoyles, gorgoyles. I like Taylor being like Taylor calling Dorinda the Red Queen and Vicky and Tamara dumb or Tweedledee and Tweedledum. I mean, this cast is so let's okay. So let's talk this cast. I want to get your opinions of like what arrival. Okay. So we got Taylor, formerly of Beverly Hills. Right. So she shows up with Vicky and Tamara because they all basically live in Orange County now. Um, Basically. They do. they do live in Orange mm-hmm. County now. And mm-hmm. we got to see Kennedy, who's only 15. I was like, you're only 15. I remember your fourth birthday. Uh, wait, she like many like years ago. She literally 11 to be exact. <laughs> <laughs> we saw her. We saw Mr. President and the Prince of Phaedra's kids. Phaedra has been a star. I'm so mad at Phaedra for doing what she did to Candy because she is brilliant. Her confessionals have everything been she does. iconic. Everything now, she does. Is she currently dating anyone? I she doesn't know. talk about her her like relationship status. We haven't she, seen that side yet. Which she does it. Maybe she's got a man in Dubai because she's got a CMOS company there, right? We're gonna see her on Dubai this week. Okay. Um, so you know, people are like, oh, maybe she's angling to go to Dubai. And I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna don't don't that's a sinking ship. What about the funeral home? What's going on with the funeral home? I mean, she did, somebody did say something. Oh, they, <laughs> in episode four, I'm sorry. No, we're guys, we're going to jump around a lot. Okay. Because there's just, you know, talking about everything. They, Dorinda's photo um, painted picture has come to life, right? And they have a mannequin with all these roses and yeah. Eva accidentally knocks it over and they're like, you decapitated it. And Phaedra is like, oh, like that's something like, she was like, it was like relating to her as like a mortician. Right. I was like, and then when she's. And the Phaedra is just killing me because they're like, what would you have done as a profession if you knew you could and you had the time or whatever? She's like, I'd be a professional cheerleader. And he was like, you're a lawyer. Like, what? <laughs> just everything that's like happening on this cast is like, wow. Eva, I texted you in the first episode and I said, I'm so mad Eva's here. She's sucking up to all the housewives. I don't like this. And then by episode Best cast member. Love Eva. Love her vibe. Love her style. Love it. The Atlanta women, all the women are gravitating towards them. No, but Eva, like fangirling over Vicky Gumbleson, I was shocked. She was like, oh my God, you're the OG. Like, I love you. You basically started this all. Like, I just have so much respect for you. Vicky Vicky tells her she's 59. She goes, you're the hottest 60 year old. And you know, Vicky is seething and says, I'm not 60 yet. Like you're the hottest six-year-old. She's like, <laughs> I also love her. So she's like so excited because she could smoke weed every day up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's legal in, in also, mass. also her Siggy. She is smoking Siggies. Like it is her day job. I, 
Also, new veneers. Did you notice that too? She's got new teeth. She's so mm. beautiful. Eva, she's so gorgeous, flawless, so natural beauty. Literally, so pretty. But I'm like, she is just cracking me up. I loved her. Every I've loved every moment of her. Yeah. Um. Next, Brandy. Brandy came in very nervous because she hasn't seen Taylor in so long. And she always comes into these things nervous. Remember when she was like coming into Kyle's white party and she was like super nervous, like, or she came into the, not the white party, the uh, children's hospital auction where she got so wasted, she fell over and everything is always like, I'm so nervous because I've started drama with people. And she had like a beef with Tamara and she you know, just basically drinks way too much every single night and says whatever she wants to say. Shut the and- fuck up, bitches. <laughs> you shut the fuck up, bitches. <laughs> Why like, can she say bitch and I can't? It's like the delivery. I also cracking me up. I, I'm sad that they don't have like more interactions with the outside world because her making comments like about people's eyebrows and how to distinguish if that's your, if you're a lesbian based off fiber. She's like, oh, you're married to her, to the lesbian waitress. He's like, I don't think my wife is lesbian. They're like, how, like, Phaedra's saying, now, Brandy, why did you think she was a lesbian? She deadpan her eyebrows. <laughs> like, there was just no, and then I don't know if you then noticed they later have, like, on. Gone right to the eyebrows. And then I don't know if you noticed later on. So, when they were doing the prohibition party in the fourth episode, um, Brandy kind of like leans into Eva's, like, you look so good. She's like, you know, I'm like, bye. And Eva said, yeah, I could tell by your eyebrows. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is very. Uh, but Brandy is like nasty. such, like, Here's it. I love watching all of these women on this show. I don't think I need them back on their franchise. Like, I just need them on this show. Brandy also makes a really good point. She's like, well, so Vicky, Tamara, and Dorinda are have like just kind of recently been off the shows. They're like the newest to, and she's like, now Dorinda still doesn't think she's been fired because, yeah, (laughs) because Andy said she is on pause. I can tell you, I don't think they're going to unpause her. She, I think she literally, like, she, it's just the delusion in the head. It just, like, kind of cracks me up. So here's the thing. Dorinda, love, I don't think she's learned anything since her time off. I think she's just as, like, hey, I was who I was, and you know what? I got to pause, and I'm coming right back. I don't need to make changes. No. She's to the point where she is waking up drunk. You think? Oh, yeah. Like, that that fight with Tamara about oh. food in the bed. Which when she gets that mad, it's like it's almost like it's like a hair of the dog kind of thing. Like she's so it's shampoo like that shampoo. Effect. That's like yes. when she did the clip thing. Yeah, it, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And she just snaps because she's kind of like this angry drunk where she's in that in-between stage. Something's going on. Well, and Jill calls it out. Jill. This episode. Jill trying to come in and recreate that scary island. Hi, surprise. Even had Gary walk behind a la Bobby. Uh, a la Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> and all the women like, huh? Huh? And do you think wearing- they told them not to be excited? Yes. Yeah, yes. I agree. I think they're like, I don't believe that none of the women knew Jill wasn't coming. You're totally right. Like they all knew who the cast was. We know who the cast is. I mean, right now there's a Rahugat three rumor. Yeah, I, I hate this cast. I hate they're it. They're going to Thailand and it's weather. Whitney yeah, and Heather. Weather. Um, uh, Giselle Tinsley, and Candace. Tinsley and Leah, which that would be fun. Alexia and Marisol. Yeah, I, I just. I hate for, this. 
I don't think this is real. What do you? Well, I mean, Alexia posted she's going somewhere and someone said we're hook at three and she just left an emoji. Wait, wait. Teddy Mellencamp posted today that she's going out of the country and she had a last minute come. What if she's on it? I feel like Kyle told her that she had a fashion week extra ticket. And Teddy's like, I'll get on the next flight. You know, they're over there in Paris right now. Oh, is there like another like big brother Canada or something? Um, oh no, no, she's definitely leaving the country for work. And her and Tammy are not doing the podcast. Wait, wait, wait. She says one plane left trying to study the show I am filming. Mm. So like a challenge thing, maybe more. Maybe a big brother like UK, maybe. I guess for me, I'm like, okay, I feel like none of the Salt Lake cast has like weather. Like, I don't feel like they've earned this Rehugit status yet. I just I feel don't like, believe this. I just, I just don't. don't like this cast. Like Leah and Giselle, like Giselle deserves like the alpha girls. I'm going to definitely put a poll tomorrow and say, do you want the same rugged two cast to go to California? Just in general. I think you should post the rugged three. Vicky, do we like this I want, I want Vicky to host today, Tamara to host today and Taylor. And then on the fourth day, they go to LA and go to Brandy's. Then they, then the, Brandy, the no, day, she doesn't have her. No, because they don't actually stay at their house. They kind of are showing them around their part of town. Oh, like they're then, hosting a day. Yeah. And then they come to San Francisco and they go to and Napa. Then, and and then I like you, Yeah. I was like, oh, how are you getting in on this? <laughs> I can be Marcos, the butler. Mary, the butler. Wait, by the way. Okay. I was dying. So in episode one, Brandy arrives, right? And some of the women are already outside and she comes in to grab and she goes, oh, what's your name? He goes, Marco. She's also told the driver that took her to the Berserkers that they will get a burger on together on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> she calls Marco Drago. <laughs> See, Drago, where are we going? He just says nothing. I mean, Marco's clearly does not really work for the Berserkers. Like he was hired specifically for this show to fuck everything up. Right. To be good looking. Right. And but then you can't even see him because the mask. Yeah. It's like test him. Yeah. <laughs> Test him because when we're getting the confessionals, he's looking good. Oh God. Wait. Also the confessional room is like, <laughs> it's like Dorinda's cl- like overflow closet. <laughs> it is so embarrassing. Like the, clo- the room is like Dorinda's holiday decoration closet. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, where like everything- a rack in the back. Yeah. Well, Hey, do you know if you order on Amazon, it comes here in 24 hours. I could get everyone a rolling rack from, from Amazon. Oh, and if you need something for the photo shoot. Oh, hey, what about this? Ralph Lauren, Cashmere, <laughs> a 1970s Dior, Jill Zarin in high school. I feel like Jill's trying to have fun and like go with the flow and do like the group thing. And she has changed so much from the show. Like she was such a snob and so uppity and like, I, the other day I watched the fashion show with Ramona and, mm-hmm. and Alex and literally Jill Zarin's like, I'm big bird Kelly all the way to Brooklyn for this. Like, it's so embarrassing. There's like the step and repeat is disgusting. I'm literally horrified to be here. I couldn't get out of here any faster. Countess Luann would never show her face in here, you know? <laughs> well, what was funny too, though, is I actually think 
Dorinda is taking the role that Jill thought she would have because Dorinda is like the host. So she's kind of involved in everything, but that's what Jill thought she would have been right. Like she comes in, she's like, Oh, let me tell you about this. Blah, blah, blah. Like, because Jill, Jill hasn't hosted anything yet. I don't, I mean, will she, is anybody really hosting anything without Dorinda taking over? So Dorinda and Brandy, they did the lasagna bake off. Also Dorinda is so rude. <laughs> she's like sabotaging she just, the lasagna. And then she's like, it's like she Brandy's just wants to be the best. And she honestly said their biggest fear is losing re- relevance. And not wrong. I think she's not wrong. Living but like fear. But then I also was like, Brandy's lasagna is interesting. There were a lot of flavors that made sense to me about why they should be in the sauce. But then I was like, as soon as she's like, yeah, I think the meat's been left overnight. I was like, I don't want that bite. And then once <laughs> Dorinda starts sticking her fingers in there and licking them all, it's like, I definitely don't want any of that. And if Dorinda came at me with a crab that she had broken with her hands and then stuck with it in lobster. my mouth, like she reminded Phaedra. It reminded me of the movie Splash with Tom Hanks. Okay. Ever seen it? No. Oh, wait. I know it with Daryl Hannah. Yeah. No, no, I know it. I and just she's have... literally like at the restaurant, like, <laughs> and like biting the lobster. <laughs> exactly. All That's I could think Dorinda. about is that. I was like, Dorinda's a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Well, oh, so Taylor, much- Taylor tried to recreate her tea party, which so Dorinda, boring. so Brandy, I guess we're saying that her thing was making lasagna. Jill and, no, and the game night. Brandy was a game night too with the dicks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So Eva hasn't hosted anything or Phaedra yet, but I don't know if or they're Jill. going to. I hope they do because you. I the problem is the the power dynamic and the, right. and Dorinda comes at Vicky the first night over the vaccine. That was fine with me. Vicky, <laughs> she could go after Vicky for that. Like even a broken clock is right twice a day. But even Vicky, like she has no fight in her. And she kind of is just episode. getting over COVID. So she had had COVID like two weeks before this. So oh. she's really sick. And then the day before she leaves, Steve breaks up with her. And Wait, she I didn't know that she had just had COVID. Yeah, I think she had had COVID like a couple of weeks before. So she's literally having the, the effects of long COVID because she's not vaccinated because she has an excuse of a blood clot. Right, right. But that's okay. So she's like, extra so that's why tired. nobody's worried. Like, cause I, I'm like, at that point, I think people would be very worried. Like Tamara would be very worried about sharing a room with her, but I think it's like, cause she already had it. She's just still experiencing the effects of it. Okay. That makes the t- that timeline makes more sense for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but Vicky coming in, she's such like a buzzkill, but then you just get a little bit of brown liquor in her. <laughs> let's, let's, um, Let's take a quick break and come right back. Yeah. Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grows, so could the opportunities for lower rates on loans like cars or home loans. The Chime Credit Card Builder Visa credit card has no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted and you're building credit using your own money. My favorite feature is the spot me. So it's a fee free overdraft. So you just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for spot me and chime will spot you 
up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. You, um, the overdraft fee is up to $200 without fees with SwapMe um, when you set up with a qualifying direct deposit. You can p- get paid up to two days earlier with direct deposit. So with a qualifying direct deposit, you can get access to your money sooner. They have over 60,000 fee-free ATMs and you can send and receive money using Chime. And th- if you are like sending out money and they're not a Chime member, that works too. And you can cash out your money fee-free with Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com slash Judgy. That's Chime.com slash Judgy. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancor Bank NA or Stride Bank NA member FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosure for details. Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. Peloton accommodates your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Uh, they have some that are only five minutes long. And I can tell you with Peloton, if I start just, I'll like do a 10 minute class and then I'm like, "Mm, I could do one more 10 minutes. I could do one more 10 minutes. And all of a sudden I've done 30 minutes of working out, which always feels great. They have such a variety of classes and so much flexibility. Um, You know, you can move your body in so many different ways. Peloton has a range of class types. So you can do a walking class. Um, Are you really interested in running a marathon, they can help you train for a marathon. They have yoga, meditations, Pilates, hips workout, and you can move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations. I get a weekly update with their guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out so you can jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day. Peloton has everything you need to get where you're going, whether it's um, running outdoors or riding at home or strength training at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get a head start on the summer you with Peloton at onepeloton.com. That's onepeloton.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, also, I wanted to talk about, like, the theme song music. It's like this succession. Creepy. Succession <laughs> into clownery. Yes, you're totally right. It's like... It's like a bad carnival. Yes, it goes from, like, succession into just fucking clowns. Right. Send in the clowns. Do you think they should have had, like, taglines? They need like we got Housewives of the Island Baby on Rehugit One. And I love that one. Right. Give me a lyric. I I do think they each should have had like a, a, a well, they a tried to give us line. their here's the thing. So in the first episode, they all gave us a tagline from one of their seasons, but it wasn't like the most iconic. Like I'd like either Absolutely give us their not. last season or their first season, but I don't know why we're giving these random one offs. They're like most iconic housewife line. I, I don't know that. what any of those would be though. Well, I'm just we like, I just figure see, it out. Well, we yeah, can figure we can it Google, out. But or, I mean, or like there, it would have been like really funny as we like, like what if Tamaris was like, like something about eating in bed, you know, I enjoy eating in bed. I just love that they all. Okay. So let's talk about this most recent episode. Okay. So Dorinda has given everyone a plaque for how to behave in Bluestone Manor. Basically, no shoes upstairs, no eating upstairs, um, no fun upstairs. Just like you're not allowed to do anything and everything needs to be okay with Dorinda. Dorinda has also offered ice cream to the girls and talking to Tamara while she's eating ice cream in the bed. And Dorinda says nothing. Brandy one morning is eating fruit in her bed with Dorinda there. She says nothing. But then when... Len tells Dorinda everything <laughs> and Len lets Dorinda know Vicky and Tamara, more specifically Tamara, are eating yogurt that Marco brought to them in their room. I, Marco's confessional. He's like, I didn't know that rule. And she's like, like, get the plaque. Get yeah. the plaque. And she's like, Tamara, do you need me to get the plaque? She's like, I didn't see the plaque. Like, there's so much. She's like, I'll go get it. She's like, Dorinda, I got it. I'm so sorry. Like, Tamara is so fucking likable, you guys. Tamara is so likable in the show, but that's why I'm like, don't bring her back. Just keep putting them in these situations. I let Dorinda rain terror on the And then Dorinda's excuse was like, because we get mice. So don't eat yogurt in bed because we get mice. And Vicky's like, what? And Vicky's also like, it was me. And she's like, I'm drinking coffee. Dorinda at one point is like, you're going to get a large bill for the mice problem. Okay. I was like, what? This is so weird. This is so uncomfortable. So, but that was where I was like, Dorinda is like literally a wild woman because like she's going off at Tamara. Tamara literally starts crying, which, okay, you guys, I do. I do think she turns it up to a hundred for the effect. I think they all this. I think like, the, like, I think Dorinda was like, okay, I'm going to mention to them, like, don't, you know, don't eat in the rooms because I, they had I their own ideas of what they, how they were going and to And then they're like, wait, this talk. is kind of going somewhere. This is kind of going somewhere. Okay. I'm just going to keep running with this. Let me go get that fucking plaque because you know what? It's in each room and these are the rules. Marco, get the fucking plaque. 
Well, then, so then Tamara's at crying and she's like, oh, you crying, Tamara? And she's like, oh, uh, uh. and then she's like, I'm going to cry now. I'm just at my house and I just want, you know, and like, I'm like, and then Tamara just at one point snaps and is like, just stop <laughs> and like storms away, which first off, them doing this in 80s workout clothes too is always what makes these fights so hilarious because they don't make sense, but the outfits just really times 10. At one point too, I was like, "Is Tamara? Is are there are those leggings on underneath? They're nude leggings. Or like pa- I was like, like pantyhose. Yeah, I was like, or is that just her ass? Like her ass looks for great. Her. She <laughs> looks fabulous. They all look great. You know, like I've got to say, for people being off a show for like years and years, having them come back. I will know. also say like about Vicky when Dorinda's like, do you eat in your house at home? Like, do you do this <laughs> yeah. in your own home? And then Vicky's like, no, I don't. And then, and then she's like, so why would you do it in my house? Yeah, and she's like, I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> Vicky is like, I'm like hands up. I don't want to do, but also I'm like, well, Dorinda in other people's homes, when they're in their own house, they have access to the kitchen. They can go sit in the living room. You've got so many rules. Nobody knows where or what they can do. And look, I'm watching everyone go up those stairs in heels and shoes, bringing liquids. And everything is so like, there is a schedule. I mean, the schedule gets dropped off every single day, but this is a fully packed day. So we're on Three day things. four. We're on day four. It's 845. We're going to do Jerobics. Mm-hmm. At 12 o'clock, we're going to meet downstairs, go get ready. And we're going to do this tea, tea. party. Then at 630. Yeah. We're going to come down to the garden to do my Bluestone Manor brown liquor that will make you crazy tasting. That, that's too much for one day. If you ask me. No. And it, yeah, I can't keep up with it. Like, it's just, I'm like, we don't honestly, like the day before, what did they do? They had, um, did they go? That's when they walked around the town. They went to the weed dispensary. They had the field day mm-hmm. and then they had, um, the games with the pajamas where Vic, they were like, Oh, right. Jill, this is like another Dorinda thing. Dorinda always ends the night blacked out and doesn't remember. And Dorinda also, she Goes did mention in the first the episode end. with like Brandy, where she says, um, you know, it's that Catholic guilt. You just wake up and forget. And like, that's literally how Dorinda lives her life because Jill, they're saying like, what was something your dad did that upset you or whatever it was. And Brandy's drunk. And she just reminds Jill national TV, like just, you don't want to say anything, whatever. And Dorinda's like, we both are on reality TV, Brandy. It goes <laughs> off on her. He's like going crazy. And Brandy's like, I just don't want her to say something. She's like, You're ruining my game. This is stupid. I'm getting at like, she goes nuts. And it's like, but it's because she has way too much power. Because everybody's in like, her home. Fuck. Like, you know, that's the only, that's my only gripe. Yeah, I agree. It's, but what's weird though is I don't feel like it's like this when the other women have been there before. But, but they're also not there a, for eight days. No, but and I'm thinking there's like such, such a dynamic of like, I feel like did the producers tell them only one's getting back on their franchise from this? Like, are they in their mind playing Survivor? Like, there's something about this, like, appearance. Like, because it wasn't, I mean, now, granted, she's kicked Luann out with her Giovanni bag one year. Like, there are dynamics, but, like, it's like maybe she, like, knows how to handle the other women. And so she comes into this and she's like, oh, it's hosted at my house, meaning that Bravo loves me and I'm up the hierarchy. Oh, like, like, she has, said. like, more power. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... Um, how much do you think she got paid to host? 10K? I, so I don't think she got paid anything different to appear on the show, but I bet there's a big fee to like rent Blue Story right. Manor plus the cleaning, yeah. like everything that had to, but I mean, that's gotta be a lot. This is, she's taken on too much, I think. And the stress is getting into her and I'll apologize for Dorinda. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I do like how the next morning, 
Brandy is literally texting Eva, like, sorry, oh, yeah. I, I told you that your husband has a mangina or is a mangina. And I, Eva's so freaking cool. She is like, you know what? I, if, if a mangina, you know what? Yeah. My husband is a real man. He takes care of all of us. He's a provider. He does everything. And if you think that's lame, then yeah, so and, be it. Well, and then she turned it around on Brandy too. And Brandy's like, well, I guess just my husband sucked. Um, right. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, it sounds like he did. Yeah. She's like, sorry, my man steps up to the plate for his family. Mm-hmm. So then after this fight too, that happens with the food, um, Dorinda tells Vicky and Tamara not to come. And then right. <laughs> she's on her power trip because people are not, I'm thinking, okay, Dorobix Dur- is at eight 45 in the morning. Okay. That is five 45, the California time. Right. Like the time change is there. And like, I don't feel like that's being respected for the people from California or the West coast over <laughs> here, because like, I'll tell you, I'm not getting up for aerobics at five 45 in the morning. And she literally at one point, Jill just comes. She's like, I'm ready. And Duran just goes, just get down here. Jill, we're turning on the music. Everybody will show up when they show up. Like, and you're just like, Oh God. Like but Jill, Jill is literally screaming through the house. Aerobics. Like, come on down. Cause she knows she's going to be scared. so pissed if people aren't, don't come. And she's like, I better show up. I better get there. Eva takes a shot of Tito's at uh-huh. 845 in the morning and, and, ch- and chows down on some ruffles. Chases it back with a ruffle. Sour oh, cream. God, love her. Love and her. even like Dorinda has a microphone for the four people there. Also, <laughs> I'm like laughing. I'm like, um, Dorobits, when did the, when did we get trampolines involved in this? And then I love Phaedra too. We're like, Phaedra, you're late. She's like, well, I mean, I wake up like this, but like, I don't wake up like this. Right. <laughs> like she's like, and then they're like, wait, this is like real aerobics. And like, you know, Dorinda is taking that like so seriously, like shoulder up and up. Well, and we, up. we did it and it, it is hard. serious and you do sweat. It was 30 minutes less, is all you need. It was like 28 minutes. It wasn't even like the full 30. And I was like, <gasps> look, my thighs, they were on fire. Yeah. It, it's a. It's, it's a harder work than good, you thought, you guys. Yeah, okay? it's a very good workout. But like, honestly, I'm a little scared of her. I, I'd be scared to take this class right now. I mean, well, are they going to have it for day five? She says she'll be hosted again. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, whatever you'd like, Dorinda, we'll be there. I don't have an outfit for it, but I'll be there. Um, whatever. So then they go to the tea party. Yes, they're at the tea party, and I like how Brandy breaks the fourth wall. It's like these women are having a housewife off. Like they're seeing who can scream the most. You know, I'm not really into it. And yeah, we've, we're recreating Kennedy's fourth birthday party that she spent $50,000 on, which I love uh, that they're like, they're all like, that's nothing now, which is true. Cause Kenya just spent $110,000 on Brooklyn's third party. No, it wasn't that much. I think it was 60. Yeah. Okay. Either way. No, 10 to 15, 10 to 15. I could look it up in my notes. I think 110 sounds legit. No, 110 <laughs> is not how much that was. I just think I'm spreading I think a budget was 10 to 15. 10 to 15. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, they're kind of like Tamara's pretty feeling uncomfortable at the table because everyone's like, didn't you have so much fun at aerobics? It was pretty hard. Like that was a great sweat. Thanks to Rinda for having us, like kissing her ass because they're, they're all afraid. They're all so afraid. And, and they're all, you know, they all went up after aerobics and threw every single piece of food that ever existed. Like when, when all Marco the went to the, gone, they're like, Marco went to the room. He said, can I do anything for you? And Tamara's like, God, no, you've done enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So they're, they finally start talking, but then Eva starts going off on Vicky a little bit. 
Well, because Vicky has been a freaking dud. They're like, yeah. we get it. You're going through a breakup and like, you didn't feel well, but like, come on. Why are you even here? You don't want to be here. Then leave. Yeah. She should have just left. Mm, no, I think now she, I, Okay. First off, I would think like if I got broken up with now, Vicky lives in a land of delusion too, you know? So granted, she said that they haven't had sex for 14 months and he basically lives in her PV apartment. Remember <laughs> he was also running for governor at a point too. Right. It's like, so the signs were there. She just chose not to read them. I mean, she dated Brooks. So yeah. So her picker, not the best. Right. She's but like, I, but I'm just thinking like, oh my God, I think I would be miserable coming onto this trip because it'd be like, you're well, go, you go, can go, feel go, it. Go. You can feel her misery. Oh, yeah. I and I that. actually, I feel like because Eva said something, Tamara detached from Vicky this night, mm-hmm. which was great TV. Uh, well, yeah, because as Brandy said, well, even the day before too, Brandy said, Tamara, you're more fun when Vicky's not around. And I think it's very true. She brings her down. They shouldn't have, they should have got their own rooms. I don't understand. Why are they two sharing? It's like Eva, I get needed her own room. She's doing her show. We'll get there. Um, And everybody else like Brandy, Brandy definitely got the pullout room because that she's considered she was going to be those wasted us and it would be fine. Yeah. They just, just, yeah, that's a word. Um, I went with it. I liked it, but like she gets that. And then like, why did Vicky and Tamara, like, how did this happen? Because the confessional room should have been able to be turned into a bedroom. I think that would have been nice for Tamara or Vicky, either <laughs> of them, either of them. And then they wouldn't be so attached either. Cause they're staying in the room together. So Dorinda is still your fault. Totally her fault. Yeah. It's definitely <laughs> Dorinda's fault. But then Jill. So Jill's not saying a word here. Jill's keeping very quiet. She's keeping her cards close to her chest. She goes up she, to Tamara. She honestly, at this point, hasn't really made like a big splash outside of her flop of hi. Right. Um, she's just eating. She gives Tamara a hug and she's like, Dorinda, I, I need to give Tamara a hug. And Dorinda's like, okay. Like Dorinda at this point is like, I don't even know what we're fighting about. Well, she's like, you must show respect to the hostess. And you didn't, you did respect me in my home. She'll always have the, the upper hand because it's her home. Yeah. So that's just the. Well, I also didn't like what she said to Tamara too, because she was like, I don't know where you're from. Oh, like, I didn't hear that. She said, oh, I don't know where you're from. When she was yelling at her, you know, I don't know how you, where you're from and how you eat. And I was like, oh, are you calling her trash? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, am I defending Tamara? Like, I like her so much in this. You okay. are. So then everybody comes back from tea because again, everyone's tired. These are long days. So I they love go take- a nap day. I love a nap. Well, you know, Dorinda loves her 4 p.m. nap. What it is nice about Dorinda hosting, though, is she does have required nap times. Right, right. You know, like That's this is required the schedule down. on the plaque of the day. Yeah. So Jill is talking to Gary by the pool, which also she's like bullshitting because she's like, oh, she's going to have to kick me out of here. It's so nice. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> liar. You're like, you can't wait to leave. And Taylor comes out. And Taylor, it's Taylor is like, I love this version of her because she's really trying to find one on one time with everyone. Yeah, and she her had one on the, had like her, the best. I moment. was crying with yeah. her and Uber. I mean, Smokey and Oki, that's her, that's freaking frack of her and Phaedra. Yeah, I, you know, I, it used to be like, and she's talking to Jill, and Jill kind of lets it out about Dorinda. Mm-hmm. She sure does. She's yeah. like, well, basically, you know, like Dorinda completely dismisses me ever since she like got on the show. She basically has kind of not really talked to me, even though I kind of introduced her to the show and we clearly have a bond. We both are widowers and 
she's just kind of, she says like, it takes the user to know a user because Dorinda calls Jill a user. Well, cause the whole point was, is that Taylor said like Dorinda kind of broke down in the car ride on the way back. Right. And was like, it's so lonely. And I miss Richard and like all of, you know, all of this. And, and as Phaedra would say, who the hell is Richard? <laughs> it's really sad that, I mean, he's been later. dead for 10 years and like, she hasn't really found a companion because clearly the, I think she wants a companion. I think she wants someone to share her life with and call on the phone and support her. And, and I think she knew John was never like her equal no. and it was just someone to like have around, but she really wants like her next Richard and like a relationship that like went on for too long. Right. Like it was, she's like, whatever, this is like party fun, but she just kept on dating him. And she, was like, well, she yeah. wanted the free dry cleaning. It's makes sense. Um, but then I also find it interesting because the way that Jill also talks about it, I'm like, this is so, so typical of Jill though. Jill's like, did you know Dorinda was on season four? Cause Dorinda went to a luncheon. So Jill hosted a lunch and invited her 60, 60 closest girlfriends all over Mona. Right? right. Did that. And then basically it was like, I'm like, I don't doubt though that Jill called you when you got on the show to be like, when can I film with you? Yeah. I agree. Like, I don't believe like I could see Dorinda kind of being like, well, no, like this is now my show. So like, I'll talk to you after filming. Like this is my job right now where Jill's like, well, why can't I come? Because then even when we go to the Eva situation later, it's like, I don't think she's ever like, I think Jill's changed in the way that she's not like so aggressive in the way she was with Bethany in the beginning. But I Mm -hmm. think she does miss the spotlight and wants to be, and wants to like share a part of everybody's thing. Yeah. But I don't think she means harm as much as I feel like before she was like, let me in, let me in, let me in. Right. I agree. And also though, she literally was just like, Eva, can I be on your show? That'd be super fun. And he was like, not really like it's syndicated and like you have to get cleared. And then she's like, well, can I listen? Like, I just, no, I just, no, you're not going to do that. You're not going to do that. (laughs) Stop it. Just stop it. It was like, got really scary, really fast. Dark passenger. This is the dark passenger. passenger. Well, okay. Let's talk about some of the outfits for the prohibition party. Tamara's was from Amazon. Or Party City. One or the it other. Was she looked up 1920s gangster. It was not a good look. Dorinda no. is wearing like a green silk dress and tons of pearls. Dorinda, when she goes to Bluestone Manor, I feel like she has a closet of just 1920s gear. And that's what she wears the entire time she's there. I Like agree. to the coffee reader, she's wearing like full like silver fringe outfit with like the, the um, headband across the forehead. The yeah. feather sticking out. Like Dorinda just dresses 1920s. Yeah, that's like her thing. That's like at her house. Like, I feel like she probably has a rotary phone when she's like calling Melinda, uh her sister, you know? (laughs) Don't. Totally. And everyone's also sinking into the grass. Uh, Vicky's. (laughs) Vicky's heels. (laughs) Like, like, I feel like Eva is like what all the women, like, Eva is just so effortlessly cool. Doesn't have to wear a drop of makeup. No, she just, I mean, but even in her, like her, her pants outfit, she looked like Brandy and Tamara were like in costumes and like Eva, I was like, oh no, she could just Friday she just night put dinner. something together. Yeah. I feel like Phaedra forgot the under part of her outfit. <laughs> like it was very Sonia and Cipriani's where she forgot her underwear. Yeah. But I still no. loved it. I yeah. still loved it. Um, yeah. And then it was like, so then she's like, I've got a surprise for you. And I was like, I swear to God, a bolo comes out right now. I, I didn't. I thought it was going to be a male. Well, it was Marco later, but it was like right, right, less right, dancer right. that I'm like, Brandy Everyone's is like your body's insane. Like 
Brandy is basically trying to figure out how to sleep with her at some point. Well, and then I mean, Marco she, comes out and she rips his shirt open. And I'm like, I feel like, did anybody warn him this would be happening? I think so. Okay. I, I think Marco do. Okay. He turns into a burlesque dancer. I mean, Tamara turns into one. She is she like, starts taking her pants off and she's going like down on Vicky. Even Dorinda. Takes- Dorinda takes her top off. I'm like, <laughs> what is happening here? Our motorboating. I mean, the, they just got in that bunghole of whiskey and uh, it bourbon, was a good bourbon. time. Oh, yeah, that's right. Bourbon. The bourbon. Well, the, it was the a brown good time water until it wasn't. And so then Jill goes into the confessional because she's just like, I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed. She goes in there and the scene just keeps adding more and more housewives into this confessional. First, it's Jill. And then it's Phaedra comes in there to to console her because Phaedra's also at this point is on the phone with her kid being like, you got to take your phone away. Brandy's sprinting in like pajama party. Her and Tamara are taking shots in the bathroom. Like Vicky is like, what is happening? Like Vicky's like, I can't. This is getting too low. I got to get out. Like Vicky's trying to leave, you know, then she, she, is she in the confession? Or is it Taylor? Somebody else gets in the Taylor, then Taylor, then Dorinda comes in. She sits on the edge and she finally says, scoot over. Let me sit here so I can yell at Jill. <laughs> they all have to move out on the seat. Then Vicky comes in. Then <laughs> like all the housewives at some point are in this confessional as Dorinda is like berating Jill because she's like, I feel just like I'm not being hurt. So then Jill leaves and she goes, you're weak. That's poorly. I don't know what that means, but like, you know, at some point, Phaedra just claps like the bourbon is too damn strong. The brown liquor. What? It is. It it hits you differently. And Vicky was feeling at the table as well. She's like, I just want to like leave this and everyone to think I'm incredible. I just (laughs) want peace in my life. I'm scared to go through the next door. But then Jill, Jill, I felt bad for because. Dorinda just became a monster. monster and that was her victim of the day. I mean, she's already had Brandy as her victim. She's had Vicky as a victim, like Tamara mm-hmm. as a victim. Yeah. No, I don't she's think she'll really go after him. I don't think she's going to go after Phaedra or Eva. Yeah, I agree. Taylor and Taylor's too weak. No, she would go after Taylor. I don't know that she'll go after Taylor. I don't think Taylor will do anything to offend her. Yeah. But how do you think they're going to work this out in the morning? They won't. They, they'll just act like nothing happened to do another aerobics class. Jill will. Jill will just like or during the. It's go also to interesting because Jill doesn't drink. Like right. she tried the whiskeys and thought it tasted like lighter fluid. Bourbon, but Mary, she, bourbon. Sorry, sorry. She, <laughs> but she doesn't. Yeah. She knows exactly. She's what never happened. drank. She's Dorinda yeah. is like one-eyed slurring her words. Yeah, yeah. and this out, maybe costume. It's like actually, it like it's like sad. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I really think in her head, she's thinks she's like doing it, but like all of us are seeing, she's like not. Like, now listen, am I entertained? Yeah, one hundred percent. But this is why I'm like, no, these women need she to won't be on. Come back. None of them should, though. I want them only on this show together. Although they might do a legacy thing, though, with, with Dorinda. I, you think I'm going to be honest. Been so poorly here that they'll be I, like, no. I would be very curious. Like, I would see, I see right now Jill going more legacy than Dorinda. Like, I, I could also see, I could see Tinsley. If Tinsley really is going on this rehug at three or whatever, and they want Tinsley to go legacy, like, I could also see Tinsley being like, I don't want to come back if Dorinda's going to attack me. I don't think Tinsley would be on legacy. Too young. Think? Okay. It's okay. just not the the vibe of the group. Hmm. 
Because okay. I think it's going to be Lou, Sonia, Ramona, Jill, Dorinda, and like Kelly Ben Simone. Why is it? No, I don't That's, need her. Yeah. But either way, I'm just like, this show is just, it is fascinating. Like Thursday comes and I'm like, oh, like, oh, I'm going to go, like, I'm going to eat lunch. I'll watch this for 20 minutes. Like I've watched the episodes multiple times. Like it's I can literally talk about in the morning. This. Yes. <laughs> I like that it comes out in the morning. And I also like that I I loved watching all three at the time. So I sat and watched all three straight. Through. Yeah. You said that um, four was a little bit more hard for you to focus on. And I think it's because like those three episodes went by so fast, even though they were like long. I was like, oh, I gotta like watch this again. Like it was just so highly entertaining. It came out with like a bang, like what I loved about one and what I love about two is like apples and oranges in a sense, but I'm like, Oh no, I think that they do know that we want the drama, but I think we there's do. just, there's just we something like about both. The, we can like both. There's something about the desperation of like, yeah. I feel like, it I feel like been. Taylor doesn't really care. Like Taylor, she was asked back. She'd be like, Oh, okay, great. Like I, she I just even live in Beverly Hills now. I feel like that was like a lifetime ago for her. Like her, exactly. It totally her, was. I mean, her, that was a whole conversation too. a fight about what her and Brandy, because Brandy was saying season two was the hardest time of her life. That was so And they're like, oh, when was that? And Taylor's like, oh, it's the season that my husband died. And they're like, that and Brandy, that's your hardest moment. She's like, yeah, it was. Yeah, that was disturbing and uncomfortable. It was, I mean, it just. But that's why she's Brandy Glanville. And I'm, I'm just, I'm enjoying them all. They're all monsters in the best way. Like they all bring something where I was like, again, I think I was, the, can you, can you like kind of rank who I'm enjoying the most? Yeah. Phaedra. Phaedra and Eva are at my top. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, and then it would probably be like Brandy, Tana. no Brandy. Uh, then, then probably Dorinda. Tamara, Vicky's at the bottom. Vicky's definitely at the bottom. I think likability, like, I guess I'm going off likability. Vicky and Dorinda that was a at the bottom. Like, Sorry. Yeah. For me to like, like right. be entertained. Right, right, right. No, that's what I, cause I knew when you put Dorinda that high, I'm like, no, it's not on likability over there. Right. <laughs> no, but I'm like, I'm enjoying Tamara in this. I think this is just, it's like, I actually love that Tamara's making this comeback. I think her and her podcast with Teddy has gone really well. She's like learned from why she got off the show. And I feel like she's being a better version of herself. Yeah. But Tammy Sue that we loved and would talk about Bass Lake years ago. Okay. Fair. I mean, listen, I can't wait until we talk about this again when we have more episodes. Was there anything else you wanted to add before we go? No, you guys find this on Peacock. Yeah. <laughs> and seriously, I got to tell you guys, it is worth stealing your friend's login. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> well, everybody have a great week. We will be back next week. And we'll, I, I feel like we're going to have a lot to talk about next week when all the shows are back. Yes. All right. Talk all right. to you soon. Bye. Bye.